The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Hey there, everyone. It's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I review products, services, and experiences in 15 minutes or less. If you don't have time to tune into my full-length podcast, check out 15 Minutes of Fab. Some have considered this segment um, like a truth and beauty series or plastic surgery secrets or even as a nerdy or academic take on wellness and beauty. Well, consider it what you may. My aim is to engage you as a credible and authoritative voice in most, if not all, aspects of beauty and wellness, including products, wellness services, technologies, new scientific research, and innovations in plastic surgery. As the founder of Holistic Plastic Surgery, my approach to beauty is through a lens of wellness that is grounded in science, backed by medical study and research, strengthened by clinical experience, and bolstered by surgical training with the use of principles and techniques of plastic surgery. So, I kind of feel uniquely qualified to talk with you about beauty, wellness, aesthetics, and of course, plastic surgery, as well as various beauty products and services within those spaces, not only because of my extensive training and expansive background, Yes, expensive and expansive background, but also because I'm one of you, right? I'm a girl too. I'm a woman. I'm a lady. I'm a human. Many of the human issues around aging and being a fierce fab woman, as well as trying to be an agent for positive change. Hey, I I live those too, right? The struggle is real. You are not alone. And together, I believe we can help the world to become a more beautiful and forever fab place. So. All that being said, let's get started. As part of my philosophy of holistic plastic surgery, where I believe that beauty emanates from within, wellness plays an integral role in my practice. So today I am talking about travel wellness. On a recent trip to India, I was quickly reminded that one of the ways to enjoy a trip is to take care of yourself. I mean, that's clear. So in addition to following the health recommendations regarding vaccines and packing certain medications just in case, having copies of your required documents, all those things that you must ensure on your travel checklist, well, there are a few more things that will help you to arrive well and stay well during your travels. Whether you are covering interstate miles or transoceanic journeys, there are some key factors to consider that I personally classify as pre-flight, in-flight, and either post-flight or upon arrival, after you arrive. 
So let's start with pre-flight. I try to start preparing personally. I try to start preparing for a long flight at least three to five days in advance. Now, for me, there's a lot to think about, especially if I'm visiting a new country. So I have to get organized days ahead of my trip. (laughs) I'm a list maker. So writing a travel list is very helpful for me. It just helps me to, you know, set my intentions, you know, keep my mind clear about what I'd like to see, how I'd like to feel, where I'd like to go, what I need to bring. Um, so the list really is, is helpful for me. Pre-flight, I also pack my in-flight toiletry case. And in that case, I've got facial wipes. I obviously have my facial oils and moisturizers, my deodorants, my aromatherapy roll-ons, etc. And to help me sleep on long flights, I I read to help me decompress from all that airport anxiety and TSA and go to this terminal and you and this gate and take the train to the bus to the plane. Whew, I usually pack several fashion magazines and I bring along probably one or two paperback books. Um, I, I personally still prefer to the feel and the experience of turning pages. So reading um, during the flight actually helps to calm me down and help put me to sleep. I also download a few movies onto my iPad, probably one or two days ahead of my flight. One time I was getting ready to leave for the airport and I tried, you know, to download something on the way to the airport and I thought I downloaded it. And when I got onto the plane, I realized I hadn't finished. So I tried to finish and hello. Yeah, that was impossible. So I download a few movies prior to my flight. I also pack my vitamins and my essential supplements, uh, specifically probiotics, digestive enzymes, magnesium, vitamin C and D, and oil of oregano for a little antioxidant action and wormwood for a little anti-parasitic action, if you know what I mean. I also pack a comfy change of clothing, which includes socks. So that's my pre-flight plan. That's what I try to get done before I leave, a few days before I leave. Once I'm on the plane and I've gotten through... (laughs) the madness of boarding, my in-flight program, I think is pretty tight. It's important for me to stay hydrated. So I drink plenty of pure water in flight as often as I can. Um, For me, that means getting up and using the loo frequently, but that's okay because that's also part of the plan to keep moving. So that said, segue into keep moving. I walk up and down the aisles. I also stretch often. I try to stretch every hour, whether that stretching is in my seat or out of my seat. So stretching and keeping moving are super important. I try to get the best rest or sleep that I can. I don't really sleep too well on flights. It's just not the most comfortable, um, no matter where I'm sitting, front, middle, back, just not the most comfortable. Obviously, some seats are more comfortable than others, but hey, I don't often have that opportunity. I try to get the best seat that I can, and I also try to get the best rest or sleep that I can. So I adhere to the time of my destination or the country that I'm planning to visit, and I try to stick with sort of that time schedule. My skincare game in flight is fierce. It is tight. It's probably for me one of the most important things that I do, right? Why not arrive with a fresh glowing face, be radiant in flight, and so that once you arrive, you're like, oh, I am here, and I'm ready to glow and ready to go. So my skincare game in flight involves moisturizing every one to two hours. 
a facial oil every couple of hours, plus or minus a face mask. The face mask sort of depends on how I'm feeling and how the air, you know, within the cabin is feeling. And I will sort of re-up my face game every couple of hours. I also, in addition to drinking a lot of pure water, I avoid alcohol in flight. It's so dehydrating. And, you know, why would you not want to be completely alert when you are at, at, you know, the mercy of others in, you know, a tight sort of tubular cabin in the air, 35,000 plus feet in the air. So I avoid alcohol in flight. You can always make up for it later, but I totally avoid it in flight. And another thing that I do in flight is I take care of my eyes. So the cabin air and the pressure and all that, it's really drying for my eyes. And I already have a bit of a case of dry eye syndrome. So I pack a lot in my in-flight toiletry bag. I use boron optiques and I just use those liberally every two to three hours. What's great about them is that they come in these individualized sterilized tubes. You just sort of twist them off and then, you know, put the solution in each eye. Fantabulous. One of my all-time faves for years. And Boron is not paying me to say that. So it's true. And sort of the last category is my post-flight or my upon arrival. Once I arrive at my destination, right? Once the captain says, okay, we are descending, you know, in, we are in descent mode and we are, you know, about to arrive at our destination. We have 20 or 30 more minutes. I will re-up my skincare game. I'll, I'll make sure like I brush my hair or do whatever I have to do with my hair. And um, I'll do sort of a final stretch and get up and walk up and down the aisles and use the loo. And then once I arrive, I will make sure that once I'm in my destination that I continue to keep moving and I stay active. And typically, in addition to being a tourist and seeing all the tourist sites and walking here and walking there, I usually will book, you know, a yoga session or a Pilates session if they're available. So I definitely stay active. I also eat real food. I don't eat fast food. I mean, unless it's just like crazy (laughs) and there's no food anywhere to be found, then sure, I'll have some, you know, Lay's potato chips or some kind of chips that are, you know, pre-packed and fast food from that country. But generally speaking, most, if not all of the time, I am eating real food. I also remember that I'm on vacation or even if I'm not on vacation and I'm going someplace for work, I remember to try to get some rest and get in some relaxation, but not so much that I become bored, right? So R&R is key regardless of the purpose of the trip, but I avoid boredom. Another thing that's really important that I learned, especially in this past trip to India, was making sure that you have the proper shoes for every occasion and you take care of your feet. Do you need waterproof shoes? Are you going hiking? Are you taking long treks? Are you going, you know, through remote villages where there are no floors and it's just dirt and mud all over the place, right? Are you going to be on varied terrain? Uh, So make sure you have the proper shoes or a couple of pairs of shoes that are comfortable and that are made for your activities. And along with that, take care of your feet. I landed in India The next day, I wanted to explore Delhi. I decided to go for a nice long walk and then walk in at least, you know, that area's version of a small central park. It was 97 degrees Fahrenheit out. I had on some, you know, a t-shirt. I had on appropriate pants. And I thought I'd wear, you know, some walking shoes, which were just simple loafers that I had worn previously without socks, however. I started walking and then I continued to walk. And then I felt a little bit of searing, (laughs) burning pain 
at both my feet. And by the time I got walk back from that walk and no, I did not cut it short. I continued and I persisted, maybe not the smartest thing, but by the time I got back to the hotel, I had four blisters. And then that was just unpleasant for, you know, a few more days thereafter, but nonetheless, foot care <laughs> is really important. Are you going to be in a place where your feet are going to swell um, and and you're going to need a little bit more room in those shoes? Do you have, you know, enough socks? Are you going to have to um, go barefoot? If you're visiting temples, many of those temples require you to enter with bare feet. So check your feet, take care of them. At my destination, I also ensure that I get proper sleep as best as I can. I mentioned earlier that I try to adhere to the time of my new destination to try to avoid jet lag. Sometimes jet lag is unavoidable. You know, you just have to get the sleep when your body tells you, but at least adhering to the new time zone that you find yourself in will help to reduce the, you know, how long you have jet lag for. So getting proper sleep is really important. I do my best once I'm traveling to meet the locals and to immerse myself in the culture so I may gain perspective and understanding right? So that it also gives me the perspective that it's not always or often about me, right? It's about everyone else and how we're all just managing to be good to this earth and to be good to each other. So immerse yourself in the culture. Try to eat daily servings of vegetables because those greens, the antioxidants in the greens, the fiber in the greens are really going to be helpful. Um, I know for me personally, my digestive tract goes through a little bit of an adjustment every time I travel for a lengthy period of time. Um, and eating greens helps me as well as staying totally fully hydrated. When I'm traveling within a country, I take with me a small and portable sort of self-care kit, and it's got some basic essentials that you can always use wherever you are. And that basic kit, that portable one, whether it's a fanny pack or, you know, sort of like a sling bag, whatever you decide to use, of course, it has to be fashionable and forever fab. I have in it my hand sanitizers, I've got facial wipes, I've got tissues, I've got band-aids, I've got sunscreen, and I've got lip gloss because, you know. You never know when you're going to take a photo with someone. <laughs> um, be aware of sort of the sentiments and protocols around photographing people, places, and things. I have witnessed other people being enamored with something visual that they've seen, and then they just sort of pull out their camera and take a photo. And the person who was minding that place became really upset. Um, so you just have to be mindful of people's cultural preferences and what which may or may not be religious as well so definitely be mindful of those sentiments and protocols around photography more in terms of, of self-care and being in the moment breathe inhale deeply exhale deeply whether you have a mask on or not take it all in i find it important to practice mindfulness and set your intentions to solidify and create lasting memories. You may not have the opportunity to always take a photo. And sometimes I actually don't take photos, right? I just try to be in the moment and be really mindful of where I am, with whom I am, or if I'm alone. Um, and just really take it all in and be super mindful so that you have that as opposed to, you know, a photo on your camera, which may or may not really capture not only the moment, but the emotion of the experience. So 
just take it all in and be mindful and present. And then lastly, I think I'd add just to be grateful. Right? Be grateful for the opportunity that you have to travel. Be grateful for the opportunity that you are well, if you are, and that you are safe and you're healthy and that you are among citizens, other citizens of the world. Right? We are not alone. And I say that about being human on Earth. Someone else might think about <laughs> being human in this galaxy. And obviously there are many more other galaxies. But just in terms of traveling, right? Traveling. Be grateful for the opportunity to do that and to see and use all of your senses or whatever faculties you have to be able to be in a place that is different and to be able to absorb all of that experience so that hopefully you can go back with some clarity and some peace or understanding and perspective and reset, reset your mind and your thoughts and hopefully that's helpful to you. I hope these tips pre-flight, in-flight, post-flight, or on arrival help to keep you safe, healthy, and full of radiant energy in your explorations of cultures beyond your borders. And with that, this concludes this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab. If you like this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. Listen to past episodes or check out who's coming up next on foreverfabpodcast.com. And if you enjoy listening to the Forever Fab podcast, get more audio and visuals with a membership through Patreon. Choose the gold, platinum, or diamond tier for premium added content, special co-host, lifestyle videos, branded merchandise, and more by visiting patreon.com slash foreverfab. And if you're a founder or you represent a beauty brand and want to be featured on an episode of the full-length Forever Fab podcast segment, or 15 Minutes of Fab, send me some stuff. Visit foreverfabpodcast.com and fill out that contact form, and hopefully we'll see you soon. For general holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me to discuss your personalized options for leveling up your beauty game, go to elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter, and we'll be in touch. For an online e-consultation, on time, anytime, and on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty questions on the go. That's click, C-L-I-C-K dash lift.com. And lastly, it's time for the elevated house call. Jet Set Beauty Rx offers beauty on call services near your home or other domicile delivering beauty in the privacy of a medically equipped mobile aesthetics unit. Reserve at jetsetbeautyrx.com and let me think. Let me know what you think of that band. It's fabulous. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab podcast episode of 15 Minutes of Fab. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out and stay forever fab. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place. Thank you.